Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I feel like you've been having some internal woes. Honestly, my body hates me <laughs> and is always out to get me. I mean, it's October now, so I've shot down my need to do a whole 30 with you because I know I just... I we can't even talk about it till November because it's yeah. Halloween season. There's so much candy. Yeah. It's the best time of year. And my <laughs> body is fighting me. Um, maybe it just like, it's telling you to like cool it, slow down. How? I don't know. There's no time for, there's no time <laughs> to slow down. <laughs> there's never any time. You just had like a uh. Jesse Spano moment and you didn't even, you didn't even know it. Um, first of all, what are you fangirling over this week? Okay. So when I did the episode with Ashley um, a few weeks ago, yes, we talked about how we had tickets for a Josie and the Pussycats thing. Yes. And I won a fangirl over it. Okay. Because I went to it uh-huh. and it was amazing. Did you see, first of all, did you see Ashley there? I did not. Oh, okay. Um, well, tell us about this event. Okay. So if you guys love this movie, you probably love the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And Don't you have it like on vinyl? We'll get to it. Okay, sorry. So sorry. I have the CD in my car at all times. Okay, but they um, Mondo is putting out put out the record. Okay, on so the soundtrack on vinyl, mm-hmm. and to like I don't know just to celebrate the soundtrack, okay. they decided to do a record release party. Okay, and this meant the band performed so the singer is the singer of letters to Cleo okay Ben Wyatt's favorite band Uh um and then like (laughs) all of the band members who like recorded on the album they like performed five of the songs okay and then they were planning to do a Q&A with the writer directors and then Tara Reid and Rachel Lee Cook amazing and then show the movie so the Q&A was great and then Rosario Dawson <gasps> came out like 10, 10, 15 minutes before the Q&A ended because I guess she was like trying to fly to make it in uh-huh. and her flight got delayed or something and she surprised everyone like even like Rachel Lee Cook and Tara Reid and everyone lost their minds. Really? I was standing up screaming before I realized what had happened. <laughs> that you were screaming? You had like an out of body experience yes, of this q and I cried three different times. At what? Okay, one... Kay of Legends of Cleo cried during one of the songs because she just like couldn't believe that everyone was like so excited and knew all the words. Totally. And then I cried when the first question to Rachel Lee Cook, she started crying because she just like couldn't believe this was happening. Really? Everyone was just like so receptive of it. It was bizarre. Uh And then when Rosario Dawson came out and I was just like, why? You were like really amongst your people at this thing. Like, Honestly, I think they love the movie more than I do. And I love that movie. Right. Have we talked about how Rachel Lee Cook is from Minnesota? Because no, we have to talk. She about looked great. She does look great. Why am I, I not her, seeing her in things? I saw her a couple of years ago at the Us Weekly Hot in Hollywood party. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reason she was there is she's like the wife of I don't remember someone like executive at Activision. I don't know. Um, and that's like why I was there. It was very weird. But she looked great. How did Tara Reid look? I've seen Tara Reid. This is my third time seeing oh, Tara Reid. Uh-huh. Uh, once, once at a convention, once on the street near mm. McDonald's, mm-hmm. and this time. And she looks exactly how you'd expect her to look. Yeah. Haggard? Mm. I will say she's the longest torso of anyone I've ever yes, seen. For sure. And she's always had that 
So, so when I first moved to Los Angeles, I worked at the restaurant inside of a Bloomingdale's and I was a hostess, but every once in a while I would like wait tables. And she at that time was briefly engaged to someone and had was registering at Bloomingdale's. And as part of her registering, they like bought her lunch at the restaurant. Uh And so I had to like wait on her and she was a mess, like as messy as you wanted her to be. Like it was like kind of a fun messy. Um, but yeah, she did say Josie and the Pussycats was her favorite thing she's ever done. Really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. She's just doing all those Sharknado movies right yeah. now, right? With Ian Ziering. Um, Ian. Ian. Okay. I am not fangirling over anything as fun as that, but I am. <laughs> Sounds fan- like you're fangirling over something terrible. No, I'm not. But there are a couple of things. So first of all, today is Treat Yourself Day, which is great. The best day of the year. <laughs> um, but Obviously, you guys know how much we love Parks and Rec. Love Treat Yourself Day. I love how this has like transcended the show. Yeah, that and Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. But I do feel like some people will know about Treat Yourself, but don't know that it's from Parks and Rec, which I find crazy. So I have to think about how I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, I was going to ask. I don't, I don't know. It'll probably be something skincare related. <laughs> um, but also one thing I'm fangirling over. I've been watching this season of You're the Worst because I caught up during maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's hair I think she's my hair inspiration really yes it's like very it's much darker than normal it's like a cute bob length it's got like a slight wave to it yeah I'm really into it and Meredith who was on the podcast who does my hair she every single time I go to see her she's like what do you got like she doesn't know I'm gonna change it like every single time so I think I might have to go extra dark and you've never seen my hair extra dark Wedding dark. We'll see. If I went extra dark, I think I'd look like a witch. Ooh, so. But I think you'd like that. No. Mm. I don't think it would flatter me. Not that I don't want to be a witch. Yeah. But. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, okay. So this episode, a little bit different. Yeah. But. A little bit all over the place. A maybe little bit too. all over the place. But this is my favorite time of year. And no, that's not Christmas. Get to know me. Um, But TV, fall TV is back. Yeah. It's like overwhelming the amounts of television. And I thrive in that environment. Very excited to watch a lot of TV. Very excited to say no thanks to many of the shows. Uh Which I feel like I've gotten better about. I would used to like, if I was going to commit to a show, like I was going to watch the whole thing, no matter how terrible it was. But so I think what we want to do, we know that you guys... (laughs) love television. We love TV. Um, we want to give you some of our recs of like what we're watching. We're not saying you have to watch them, but will we like you more if you do? Yes. And guys, we're going to talk about Will and Grace. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, okay. So let's do like, what are we watching? What are we like excited about? What do we want to watch? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, do you want to start? Sure. One of the things I just finished watching um, was Nick Kroll's cartoon Big Mouth okay. on Netflix, uh-huh. and I watched it in two days, so it's an easy watch. How many episodes? Um, ten, I think. Okay, eight, eight or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about like these kids going through puberty. Amazing, and it's somehow the cutest and filthiest, <laughs> and and like very informative. Oh, okay. That's an interesting. If you were, if I were thirteen or maybe younger, a little younger, my I would have made my parents watch, make me watch a show. Really? Like even though it's very filthy, Uh you see like cartoon penises and Mm. stuff. Okay. But I feel like 
every tween should be watching this show. So you would recommend it? Yeah. How long are the episodes? 30 minutes. Oh, easy. Yeah. And you can watch so many voices we love. Nick Kroll, Jason Manzoukas, Maya Rudolph, Jenny Slate, Fred Armisen, John Mulaney. It's it's all good. What's like the general premise? Like who's the main character? Um, It's Nick Kroll and... Is it like a fictionalized version of himself? His name is Nick. Okay. (laughs) And then um, it just like deals with his best friend and like dealing with girlfriends or just wanting to be friends with girls. Um, someone gets their period in the Statue of Liberty for the first time. <laughs> okay. It's good. All right. So you would recommend it. Yes. Um, what else? I see that I have wanted to watch this show, but I haven't yet. Okay. So yesterday I watched the first two episodes of Ghosted. Okay. Um, it stars Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. So right there I thought, yeah, I want to watch this totally. show. Why not? And it's about, I'm going to read the description here because I feel like this is where it goes wrong. There's just too much. In the description, it goes wrong. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Former missing persons detective Leroy Wright is a skeptic who doesn't believe aliens exist. Unlike true believer Max Jennifer, who is convinced his wife was abducted by such beings. Against all odds, the two find themselves forced to work with each other when at low points in their lives, they are recruited by Captain Ava Laffrey, a take-no-prisoners former Air Force test pilot and head of the Bureau Underground, a secret government organization investigating paranormal cases. Here's where I'm exhausted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was the a thing, lot. Okay, so watching this, it's like two shows. Yeah. It's like a comedy show of these two guys, maybe working with the paranormal, and then like not necessarily a procedural, but something like criminal minds where they always go to the bureau or they always have that person on the computer. Uh-huh. Like every, every week you see like those same scenes. Uh-huh. They've like combined that and it's not great. Okay. So I have some inside scoop. Oh my so, God. Yes. Um, this show is on Fox. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have a couple of friends who are writers on other shows that are on Fox. And from what I have heard, Adam Scott wants this to be a drama, Um, which is weird, right? Because like he's known for comedy, Mm -hmm. but he always plays the straight man. So like in Party Down, in Parks and Rec, like he's the straight man. So there's he's a producer um, on the show. And so there's been a lot of internal struggle with like this was a comedy pilot but he's been trying to like push it more towards a drama so I'm interested that you said that it feels like two shows because I think they don't know what this show is supposed to be or wants to be and it's clearly yeah I don't want to throw it out yet I think maybe it could get better if they figure their shit out Uh but I just think the show could be so much better if it was just the two of them like not been brought in by some bureau right and they just want to find their friend or like do whatever with the paranormal on their own. I don't like this like government situation. It's, it seems cheesy. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's, that's not great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so currently would you recommend it or would you not? Not yet. Ooh. But you're going to um, give it. Stay tuned guys, <laughs> for gonna, my final decision. You're going to give it a couple more episodes. I also think it could be better as a movie. Oh, interesting. Like just two hours, like just real yeah. quick. Yeah, it does seem like how do they keep this going? And I think probably the well, way they keep this going is that bureau. Maybe a comedy X-Files like that could keep going. That would be great. I'd watch that show. You just pitched me a show and I'm like, yep, I'm in it. And that's great. <laughs> I want to watch that. Um, OK, what else? 
What's the deuce? So, oh, that's the guy. The deuce is the wire. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Okay. HBO. Tell me about it. Tell me about I've it. I've only seen the first two. I think there are five out now. Okay. They're very slow. So you have to pay attention. Very much the wire. That's yes. how the wire was. Okay. So it's like in the seventies and the porn industry is happening. Mm. This is James Franco. James Franco yes. plays twins. Okay. In the same <laughs> scenes, which are fun. It's very parent trap. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's going and for. And I also have the description just because I know I'll do a terrible job. It's the early 1970s and the porn business begins a shift from organized crime-backed parlors to a legitimate, culturally accepted enterprise. A cast of barkeeps, prostitutes, pimps, police, and nightlife seekers centers around twins Vincent and Frankie who navigate the sex business after meeting well-connected mobster Rudy Papillo. Their storyline, among others, merges with that of prostitute Candy, whose ambition and intelligence lead her to a more prominent role in the industry. Candy is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, interesting. And when she is like out on the streets, she wears a curly, short blonde wig. It's almost like a little fro. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it makes me think, should I be that for Halloween? <laughs> Very specific. Couple of questions. One, is Candy the best prostitute name? Probably. Yeah. Like yeah, stripper, probably. prostitute, great. The short wig is reminding me of, of Pretty Woman because she wears that short blonde wig. Yeah, but this not is curly. shorter. Oh. It's like up here. Oh. <laughs> above my head. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's really good. I think, I mean, I love the 70s, so I was going to watch it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but- it looks super cool. It's like very seedy New York. It's like all around Times Square in the seventies yes. too. Super seedy. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, like I'll watch anything seventies, but I will say I could not finish. I'm dying up here. I stopped watching that halfway through. Oh, interesting. Um, I will say very. It's, I'm not surprised that this is slow um, because much like The Wire, like he was a, a novelist, and he usually hires like other novelists, so they're very you know, good at long story arcs Mm -hmm. and like connecting things. Um, And so I knew that this had come out. I haven't my after Game of Thrones, like I haven't been watching a ton on HBO other than Vice Principals. So I hadn't really seen a lot of the promos for this, but I think I'm going to I think I'll check it out. What are you watching? Um, So I'm watching a lot of like returning shows. Um, Oh yeah. I've got some of those. Yes. I have some returning shows. Um, the one show that I plan to watch that is new this season that I also have a little bit of inside scoop on is the mayor. So I want to talk about this. Okay. You want to talk about it. So uh, the mayor is like on everyone's list of like best new comedy, like people were loving it. Who are they bribing? Don't know. We're both, we're both (laughs) making like whisper motions. I don't know why. So we actually have, like, I know a couple people who have, are very close to this show and it has been a struggle. Um, first of all, the main guys, Julian from search party, the whole time I was like, how do I know this guy? Yeah. Um, but again, sort of same conflict as with ghosted, it feels like the, you know, what is this show going to be? Like, who's the star? Like, is this a black show? Is this not a black show? And like Leah Michelle is, you know, in all the billboards, like very prominently featured. Like I just know there's been a lot of sort of like tension on the set and in the writer's room. And I don't know if that's coming through on the screen. Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested to watch it. I think there's only been two episodes so far. So quickly catch up. Um, 
but yeah. And cause blackish is its lead in. So like ABC is like banking on this show yeah. being good. Like they gave it a primo time slot. Well, for me seeing the advertisements for the mayor all over the city, yeah, it looks like a Disney channel original movie. <laughs> it looks terrible. Uh-huh. I don't want to touch it. Nothing. You don't even want, you no. don't want to touch it. I'm not interested. Partially why I wanted to watch it is because I know all this kind of behind the scenes drama and I want to see what's happening. I will also say I don't love Leah Michelle. Um, I've heard some some negative gossip about her that she is not nice. Um, but people seem to love her and she can she can carry a show. Obviously she yeah. did on Glee. So she was great on Scream Queens. Oh yeah. You yeah. liked her? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do want to hear her sing, but it doesn't feel like there's the opportunity for that in the mayor. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. Um the other thing that can we talk about returning shows? Yeah. Okay. There's a couple. Guys, this is us. Are okay. you watching it? I haven't seen this week's episode. I haven't either. Okay, good. Um, but I'm... I love it. I don't know. I'm really into it. I you just like looked up like you were like praying to Mandy Moore. I was. So, you know, the first season obviously like heavily lauded, like people were obsessed with it. And it's one of those things where it's like, can you keep it going? And I think they can. Um, I weirdly relate to Kate a lot, um, Chrissy Metz's character. And I just, I just think they're doing a good job. I love old Mandy Moore. I think that's going to be my Halloween costume. And I don't know. I just like, I'm very interested. I do think they can't keep Jack's death going the whole second season. So it's like, we have to find some resolution. We have to know, but I'm into it. Clearly this is going to be a show like for NBC, like Parenthood or ER, where it's going to last a long time. Yeah. Well, it already got picked up for two seasons. Yeah. We know so that. my yeah. question is, how long before we stop with the flashbacks? Oh, you can't do it forever. True. And I will say those kids are going to grow up. Too. Yes. And it's a little trickier. The timeline's been a little harder to follow this season mm-hmm. than it was last season. So I find myself sometimes being like, wait, is this where are we? Because the, the first season was baby yes babies mm-hmm. and adults yes for the most part for the most part mm-hmm. now we have like a lot there's like teen and we had them when they were kind of like maybe like nine ten yeah. i would say i don't know it's kind of alert Ooh. um when i took my parents on the paramount tour mm-hmm. um we learned our tour guide saw some of the kids in halloween costumes yes so there might be a halloween episode i know for a fact that there is because our co-friend sharon they trick-or-treated on their street. <gasps> I know. So we can see maybe Sharon's house in the background. And that was a couple of weeks ago. So there's definitely going to be a Halloween episode. Um, so I'm really into that. A couple of other things. We have not talked about this enough on the podcast, I don't think. Okay. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I think it's the best network comedy out there. It's season five. They just I can't believe that. I'm actually watching this season for work reasons. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I couldn't believe that they're that far in already. Yes, they just celebrated their 99th episode. Spotted Rose at Disneyland on Sunday. She's just engaged based on their buttons. (laughs) Congratulations, Rosa. (laughs) Um, Also, I saw photos of Chelsea Peretti and she's looking great. And we had babies on the same day. Good, good job, girl. Um, This show is so funny to me. Like it makes me laugh out loud every single episode. The most recent episodes feature Tim Meadows as a cannibal. So 
I'm here for that. And just the most casual cannibal. Such like he's just Tim Meadows, but also a cannibal. <laughs> also a cannibal. Um, and I really just like, this might show up in my binges. Like guys go back and watch all of the seasons. Like it I, is this underrated. season made me think about it. But I'm, when's the, I know. When? I mean, it's like 22 episodes of the season. <laughs> I know, but like honestly very funny I do feel like you could kind of pick up on it right now you don't need all the other like back season of episodes if you want like a summary send us an email I can (laughs) I can give you a summary and you can jump right in but it's really really an underrated underappreciated comedy and like I'm in I'm here for it yeah I love it um what else what else are you watching um okay returning shows guys Riverdale's coming back or is back now I don't love it, but I keep watching it. What is it about these teens? What is it about the CW is I think a question we can just ask. Like all of their shows, so captivating. We should just change our podcast to like a CW focused podcast, an oral history of the CW. I mean, I would I'd be I would be into that. Aren't they having some sort of Sabrina like spin-off or so, how's she gonna be involved? Yeah, supposedly there's going to be like a dark version of Sabrina. Like as a show, as a whole which show, I, which I'm into. Also, did we not about. call that in our back in the day babes episode about Melissa Joan Hart? I believe we mentioned will Sabrina show up on Riverdale, and here we are. Yeah. Speaking of what I'm fangirling over this week, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, though in Riverdale, I'm not a fan. Really? Here's the problem: they don't have a guitar, mm. but they have like drums and a keyboard. What? I have questions. <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> What do you like about this show? You kind of just shit on it, even though you're watching it. It's just stupid teen drama. I love just the fact that it's Archie comics and they're using those characters. Um, I love that Sprouse. When did the Sprouses decide to be cute? I don't know. It's confusing. I mean, they were like. I have a picture with the other one. Yeah. They were like baby cute, but now they're like cute. Yeah. I'm like kind of into that dark hair. Also, <laughs> right? like I feel like a weird pedophile because they're what, like 20? Like they're yeah, they're young. Young. It's like real creepy. Um, okay. I have two other things that I'm currently watching. I'm okay. watching a lot of shows, but American Horror Story Cult. Oh, well, we're both watching that. We're both watching it. We do another podcast. We have a side piece podcast, People versus Ryan Murphy. This is not a show I would normally watch because I hate scary things. Yes. But it's, you're coming around. I'm coming around to it. And it is, it's a hyper sort of like commentary on the state of affairs of our country today. Yeah. This season has taken a turn. It's taken it's a turn. different from all of the past seasons. Yeah. There's only been one episode where I was like, I can't watch this. This is like too much like blood and gore for me. But other than that, it's a, it's a thinker. It's a thinker yeah. piece and not always like Ryan Murphy's and, specialty. And in kind of a fun way too. I mean, a lot of it's like sad and disturbing. Like our country's just going to burn, but, <laughs> but, but it's, also, it it's also just fun. Like all of the theories, the show, like who, who's in on what, like it's fun yeah. to figure out right. as you watch. Okay. And finally you t- like tipped me off to the show last year. I watched all of it and I've watched the first two episodes of this season. I have as well. Great news. On NBC. What are your thoughts? I feel like, okay, so this new season, Tina Fey is in the cast. Yes. And I think that was like, they thought Tina was going to be their saving grace. Yes. And it's not working. I agree. A hundred percent. So this show is from Tracy Wakefield. Tracy Wakefield won an Emmy with Tina Fey 
on 30 Rock. She then went to the Mindy Project and they like, you know, worked together mm-hmm. there. Now she created great news. I do like Nicole Richie on the show. Yes. Statement I thought I'd never say, but I was like excited for Tina Fey to join the cast. And I do think it's like last ditch effort. It, it feels last ditch effort and it's only the second yeah. season of the show. And I'm like, Ugh. I do love the mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. in the show, but, um, what's that actress's name? Briga Halgan. The plays Briga. the mom. Oh, uh, she's in, I don't know. Uh, she's in my big fat I'm Greek blanking. wedding, mm-hmm. but she is also the mom in difficult people mm. and the characters aren't exactly the same, but there are a lot of similarities, yeah. which I don't love. Okay. I am going to put a this is like a bad sticker to put on a show, in my opinion. This is fold your laundry TV to me. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. It's like casual. Like there's like a joke or two that I'm like, Haha, like back to my normal life. And I found myself just totally second screening this. Like I'll be on my phone, like not paying attention at all. And then I'm like vaguely into I know, it. know, But they do have those one liners that are so good. Yes. And that's why I've continued to watch it because I'm like, well, this is kind of funny. Like, because I don't know. With 30 Rock, every other line was hilarious and you really had to like keep up uh-huh. because you're going to miss something. Yes, totally. And great news is just like once in a while. Yeah. And it's like, again, and it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's like workplace. TV workplace. Yeah. But, but it's, it's not at mm, all. It's not quite as well done. But watch it. <laughs> but <laughs> make up your mind for yourself in this one. I don't have a, re- a strong recommendation either because I'm on the fence. Yeah. I... I've enjoyed it. I definitely plan to keep watching it Mm -hmm. until it gets canceled. Okay. So you're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Like I'm in it, but I think I know it's going to end soon. Yeah. You think it's like a season two. It'll Uh be over. Yeah. I I mean, I know that this show was on the bubble and this show resulted in the death of the Sackett sisters because Tina (gasps) Fey produced that show as well. I know. So... I'm very conflicted. Can because we, I, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention this off yes. podcast. So uh-huh. now I'm going to do it on podcast. Okay. Uh-huh. So last night I didn't go to this comedy show because my back hurt because I'm having, because I'm having some body issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was supposed to go with Roger. Okay. Beloved Roger. Friend of the podcast. And he also could not go because of a work thing. So we didn't go. We go to this comedy show every month. Mm-hmm. We did not go last night. Mm-hmm. Dizzy Phillips went last night. Shut <laughs> your mouth why oh also we're both like creepily following her husband on instagram now he has like 200 followers and it's like me and natalie (laughs) just like total weirdos of course she was there why wouldn't she be there but you know it made me so mad sackett sisters let's call it back guys busy phillips is it possible that that show could like have a resurrection next pilot season yes that does happen from time to time Mm -hmm. um or what I'm surprised about is that like Netflix or Hulu or somebody else wasn't like, yes, we'll produce yeah. this. Like just especially their, Hulu for some reason. Right. And just their social media power alone. Like Busy Phillips has 700,000 people that follow her on Instagram. Like not everyone's going to watch it, but that's something like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, whatever. So anyway, we chose great news instead of the Sackett sisters. So we'll see how I feel about that at the end okay. of the season. So what do you plan to watch, though? What's on your radar? Law and Order, True Crime, The Menendez I, Murders. I do really want to watch this. Okay. I am DVRing that wig. That, that's literally my bullet point. My first bullet point is the wig. <laughs> um, so is this OJ 2.0? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Probably not as amazing, but no. Um. 
the wigs. So first of all, Edie Falco plays Leslie Abramson. So Leslie Abramson was the Menendez brothers lawyer. Quick little true crime update. Murders are committed in 1989 in Beverly Hills. They do not get convicted until 1996. And they actually had like a mistrial or they were acquitted the first go round. Um, And Leslie Abramson is their lawyer. And she has this insane hair that Edie Falco is just rocking this (laughs) wig. And I don't know. I'm very into it. This story that Menendez Brothers kind of like, you know, was sort of at the same time as OJ. So it sometimes kind of gets like forgotten. Do you think Ryan Murphy's upset that this is being done? Maybe. I mean, it feels like a direct ripoff of OJ pretty much. Yeah. But I feel like Ryan Murphy would also want to do this case. Oh yeah. And would probably do it better. Um, but it's Dick Wolf. I mean, it's law and order. It's not going to be terrible. Um, but I'm saving the whole thing so I can binge it because it feels like salacious and it needs to be all watched um, at the same time. On the topic of OJ, we need to talk about that photo I sent you. So somebody <laughs> met OJ at a Verizon wireless, uh-huh. like the week he got out of jail. Yeah. Cause he was getting, could you imagine? IPhone. No. Also, I've said this, this is terrible, but like no one else is happier in the world about this Las Vegas mass shooting as horrible as it was as OJ Simpson, because it completely buried the news that he was out of jail. Yeah. And I feel like he got to kind of like live his life for a minute um, because the headlines were not about him and they definitely would have been about him had not these horrific events Mm -hmm. happened. And but yeah, what did I say? I was like, OJ's looking kind of good for being 71 and a murderer. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just now getting out of jail. He looks a little like too happy, too yeah. happy. For I mean, me. I feel like that's how he always looks, though. True. He's the worst. OK, what do you plan to watch? OK, so a show that's actually coming out today. Ooh, a Friday on, show on Netflix. Oh, wow. That makes sense. It's called Mindhunter. And I had never heard of it until this week. I okay. saw a trailer for it. So it takes place in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Right up your alley. <laughs> Here we go. But I don't like love the plot because it's um, around like FBI agents. And but they're interviewing serial killers and they're like just trying to understand like how they work. Interesting. And I'm very on board for it. How many episodes is I, it going to be? I don't know. I, I'm guessing 10. Probably. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of Netflix. Um, that sounds very interesting to me. Um, you just like have a type. Um, it's like, oh, here's the show Natalie's going to like. Um, I have one other show that I'm planning on watching and I feel like you might be here for it okay. too. Dynasty. I'm on the fence. What? Like, I don't know. Should I try? I it's, never got into the old Dynasty and I'd rather watch the f- original Dynasty. Mm. So, but it's from the same people as Gossip Girl. So does that make you want to watch it more or less? Uh, it's about the same. Uh, we should ask our friends at Gossip Guy. Yeah. See, what they, see what they have to say. I'm very into it, though, for obviously for the clothes and the hair. Um, because Dynasty, the hair was like a thing. It's the, you know, 2000 teens. We need to like tame it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm worried about that. I, I want it to be like as ridiculous. You just want it to be over the top. Yeah. Again, should Ryan Murphy have done it? Ryan Murphy. He has time. He's doing several shows. He can take on another one. He could totally do Dynasty. He never stops. Um, okay, so those are the shows that we'll have to update on um, because I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued. I think 
if Dynasty is not good, I will only give it like two because it's going to be an hour. I don't have time for that. Yeah, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. And if it's not good right off the, the bat, I just, there's too much for me. I still haven't done Friday Night Lights. Like, Oh my God, oh, don't remind me. I know. And I had to, we, it got pulled off of Netflix. I have the DVDs. Like we got to like old school it. Oh, it's going to be a thing. Um, okay. Have we hit all of our shows before we can talk about, let's just talk about Will and Grace. Let's talk about it. Okay. So have you seen all, both of them so far? I have. Okay. Yes. Great. Have you? Yes. First of all, let's talk about, were you excited about it to begin with? Not really. Why? I, I love Will and Grace, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, I just didn't understand why. Yes. It needs to come back. I also didn't understand now, like why now? Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your, what is your overall assessment of it based on the first two episodes? I, it's like, I don't know. Like, do I still laugh at it? Yes, but it's not good. What bothers me the most about this show is that they like erased the finale. Yes. So we watched Will and Grace for eight seasons. We watched these characters grow as, as people. Mm -hmm. We love their lives and they are right back where they started. And so when I watched the show and it was on, it's funny because I like thought it was like such a cool life Uh and I am literally basically living that. (laughs) And so to see them in like 20 years doing the exact same thing is honestly terrifying. Didn't it make you scared? Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't like how quickly they just negated their children and all that stuff too. And it was like in a fake dream sequence kind of where Karen was like, oh, and I thought you had kids. And they're like, no, we don't. That was it. I texted Eric and I said, Will and Grace is almost unwatchable. And I love to love stuff. And I love like nostalgia. I mean, I loved these characters. We have this entire show dedicated to stuff yes. we love. And I, it like hurts me to say it. First and foremost, I hate the tweaked theme song. Thank I you. It. Why did you add horns? Oh, we so don't need bad. it. I hate it. And I'm like, I don't need this like jazzed up version of it. It makes me really nervous for Roseanne, honestly, because, okay, we're going to get a little bit technical too. Will and Grace is a multi-cam show, which means it's shot on a set and they, there's only a couple places that they go. That was by far the trend of television in the 90s. Yeah. Like every show, like all the best shows are multi-cam shows. Friends. With cheers, live studio audiences. Live studio audiences. That's the thing. They have the laugh track. Yeah, it's not working. Oh, I mean, Fuller House is doing the same thing. It feels, I assume, dated. Roseanne, I'll find out, guys, Yeah, is doing similar things. And then Family Matters, they did like a reunion and they said they were up for a revival if someone were interested. And why can't we just let them be? I know. Some of them. Like, some of them don't work anymore. No. And it's, it just feels dated. And it, to your I thought that was a really good point that you made. It's like, these characters haven't evolved any. They're still doing the same thing. They're living in the same places. Yeah. I've never understood how Jack affords that apartment. And like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was telling, I was telling someone how I think it would have been cool, like. I think by the end of Will and Grace, Jack was acting. Yes. So maybe he could have had like, he could afford his apartment because he had a daytime talk show or like something cheesy, but he is doing something with his life. No, he's not. Not, he's not. He's just like living the same life. And it's, I was kind of hopeful. I knew it was probably going to be a train wreck. 
it feels so dated to me and it, I feel sad. I feel sad for all of these like actors and actresses because I'm just like, guys, you didn't need this. I like know. you've got that sweet syndication money. Like you but didn't it need to do makes, it. Like they love each other and they love working together. Yeah. So that makes me happy to see. And I know it does make some fans happy. They yeah. love it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's definitely not finding a new audience. There's no. no way you're just tuning in being like, what is this great show? Like, it's like you're only watching it and you're only going to keep watching it if you loved yeah. Will and Grace so much. It's like everyone wants a friend's reunion. Yeah. We don't. They know. They know they shouldn't do it because this is what's going to happen. Yeah. There's definitely not going to be a friend's reunion now after this. Like, yeah, I just... It makes me sad. I wanted to love it so bad. I hate shitting on stuff and I need to shit on I it. I will say like there's so much like 90s television coming yes, back, uh-huh. but it works for cartoons yeah, because they don't have to age. No, it doesn't matter. That's why The Simpsons has been on for almost 30 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited for this Hey Arnold movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's and a- there's going to be a Rocco's Modern Life movie, which they do like evolve or something because Rocco like misses the 90s, which I think is funny. So but you, that's a great point. Why couldn't we just make a movie? Like if we need to see these characters again, like one and done. Let's check in a little bit of like what happened with Gilmore Girls. Like, yeah. let's check in. Like, yeah, let's see we what's need that. one movie, not two Sex in the City or three. <sighs> thank God it got canceled. No. Ugh. I will say, though. I'd watch Parks and Rec if they brought it back. But that was yeah. 2000s. It was only it's a couple different. years ago. There's no laugh track. There's no laugh track. Oh, that laugh track is brutal. <sighs> I don't know. I just, it makes me sad. And again, I like to like stuff. <sighs> All right. I'm going to cry about shitting on, about shitting on Will and Grace. Well, if anyone loves or hates Will and Grace... Tell Let us. us know. I, I want to hear your opinion. What else is out there, guys? Like, what else are you guys watching? There's obviously so much TV. Yeah. There's a bunch of other stuff. I'm clearly but watching all of FX. I will say right now, I'm not going near young Sheldon. So don't suggest it to me. <laughs> Natalie's finger is out. Yeah. She is I'm pointing at the sky. I'm very slightly interested in the Kevin probably saves the world. Is it Kevin? I think it's Kevin. Yeah. Um, the one with Jason Ritter. Yeah, I, I definitely ch- thought it was a Kevin James show, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, that poor that poor show bringing Leah that Remini poor, back. That poor woman. Oh my gosh, that's brutal. Um, Aaron Hayes, bye. See ya. That's a terrible Ugh. travesty. Um, okay, I want to know what you guys are watching. What are we missing out on? What are your recs to us? Because obviously we have a lot of time. We can tune into some things. Yeah. Um, I didn't even bring it up, but I'm loving the new season of you're the worst and better things. So FX and FXX killing it in my book. Um, what, what should we, what should we watch? Yeah. Anything else? Um, if you want to tell us, you can email us at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Yeah. And we're, as always, we're posting on Instagram, mm-hmm. fangirl Fridays podcast, uh, Twitter, FGF podcasts. We have a Facebook page. We have a hot merch store at oh, Threadless. Yeah. I got some of my merch. We're everywhere. I'm really into it. It's really exciting merch. And <laughs> we've like, some of our friends have sent us photos of the merch that they've ordered. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We love you. Um, so until next Friday, where we're going to start our Halloween series. All right. Oh, you can't wait. Can't wait. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. 
Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Maren Zabrowski.